Alright everyone, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. A lot of people have been requesting the old intro. I uh, can't do the old intro right now because of the fact that I'm on the old microphone. The Online Big Blue Studios is currently being broken down since we are moving. Moving with the in-laws. <laughs> For two months. Yeah, we'll see how well that works out. You may get a video an hour, so I can hide. But it'll be fun, it'll be a good time, yeah. We'll see. Uh, I wanted to talk about a couple things today about the New York football giants. Some more media biased. Some where some former players are currently right now. Cause I, I, was, I saw an interesting article about former New York giants who are on certain teams. And I, I, I kind of want to just review that. But I, I, the media biased against the giants to me is interesting because a lot of people complain about it. And I complain about it once in a while, too. And I have people that... Send me emails and say, you know, the Giants, this and that and that. And, and I always say the same thing. There's, there's an easy way to eliminate media bias, and that's winning. The Giants are getting so much crap because they haven't won in years. You know, they haven't won. When's the last time we won a playoff game? We all know about when we last time we went to a playoff game in Green Bay, how that turned out. But it's just, it's just interesting this, the, the, that people complain about it. But then I did see something about Bleacher Report. And they were naming Saquon Barkley as the Giants' biggest draft mistake of the last five years. They basically said Barkley is fun to watch and great at what he does. He just doesn't move the needle all that much. And great injury risks to the position becomes a factor quickly. The team needed a different sort of impact for the rebuild with such a prized asset. Whether it's a different prospect or trading it for multiple picks, now instead of contending, the Giants will stare at a costly long-term extension for Barkley right in their face soon. Ooh, Oh, that sounds so bad. You know what? It's the draft. It's a crapshoot. You roll the dice. Saquon, if you go by the best player available on the board when the Giants picked, that was Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is still, in my mind, a generational talent. He has to prove it this year, and he has to show it this year. But he's still a guy with talent. And not, and I'm not sitting here and going to worry about the extension. The extension's the extension. The extension will take care of itself. I said a couple years ago, and other people on Twitter and giant YouTubers are like in year two, that we have to sign Barkley long-term. And I said, no, you never sign a running back long-term until after year five. You pick up the fifth-year option, then you extend him, and you see what happens then. You don't give him the money. You don't extend him in year two or three because of the fact that that position has more risk for injury. It's a risk-reward position a lot of times because you can get a guy that... Walter Payton, a guy that always plays, never plays hurts, always plays, never gets hurt. Barry Sanders, you know, or, or you can get a Gale Sayers or a Billy Sims or, or these guys that, you know, come on like a comet and flame out. And I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen with Barkley. I'm not saying that at all. But you can't sit there and, and, and bash the pick until you have a full totality of his career with the Giants. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's it's not that it's not that difficult. And then we had CBS Sports came out again and was basically bashing the Giants again. And it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, really, it, it, it's yeah. The Giants, you you either love the Giants or you hate the Giants. That's it. I did find something interesting. They. Uh, Giants and the Jets updated uh, protocols for the fans for Giants Stadium when they're going to be attending the game this season. So they are going to be allowed at 100% capacity. 
Now, there's going to be plenty of safety protocols. They're going to reduce uh, touch points, which I think is uh, which is cash-free transactions such as that. Um, fans who are who are uh, who are are not fully vaccinated should wear a mask in the indoor spaces. Empty, reusable, or plastic aluminum bottles are permitted, but can be filled up at water fountains at stationed. Food may be brought into the stadium as long as it's in containment. I didn't know you could bring food into the stadium. I didn't know that. I really didn't. I, I, ne- I never tried. I've tried to sneak alcohol in, but I never tried to sneak food in. Uh, let's see here. Attendees, uh, attendance at every station and every restroom to clean and disinfect their hands. Uh, all interior spaces, HVAC filtration systems have been upgraded to the uh, whatever it is. Tailgating will be permitted at MetLife parking lot unless otherwise designated. So it sounds like it's going to be kind of like status quo, status normal. I mean, with a little bit more precaution, which is what it should be, I guess. You know, because I wear a mask. You know, when you have a kid, you can't get a kid at a younger age. You can't get them fully vaccinated. You can't get them vaccinated at a certain age. So I still wear a mask going out because of the fact that my son can't get vaccinated. So, you know, it's, that's, why I, that's why I wear a mask continuously. Plus, I'm old. I'm old like dirt. Now, I wanted to briefly just touch on giants around the NFL. And it is interesting the number of uh, former giants that are on rosters, and some guys that are still in the league that you're like, I didn't even know they were still in the league. Like, I was cracking up because um, Buffalo, uh, Bobby Hart, good player, good offensive lineman, could have probably kept him, but we didn't, but that's all right. He he went to uh, Cincinnati first. He played uh, starting 45 games in three years in over Cincinnati. But Davis Webb is, is on the practice squad in Buffalo. Davis Webb, man. <laughs> I, I, that kills me. And then even Miami, like another offensive lineman who was actually a pretty good offensive lineman, was uh, which is DJ Fluker. He uh, we let him go inside Patrick Omahomi Omami for that three or fifteen million dollar mistake. I and I found that interesting. Uh, and you know uh, what's his name? Uh, Corey Ballantines with the Jets. You got a couple guys on the Steelers. The Ravens have picked up uh, Victor, uh, Benjamin Victor Victor Cruz, of course, two point seven. Kevin Zeidler, Eric Tomlinson. He's over there. And I find it interesting that, um, of course, Odell Beckham's with the Cleveland Browns, but Kyle Oletta, Kyle Oletta is still hanging around the league, which I find, which is, is it, just, it just cracks me up. Eli Apple, of course, went over to Cincinnati Bengals. You got, uh, what's his name, Janoris Jenkins over in Tennessee, and Skipper, the linebacker who had a cup of coffee with us from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's over there. Um, nobody's with the Colts. Tay Davis. I, does anyone remember Tay Davis? He was a giant from 2018 and part of 19. He started one game. And we got and we got rid of B.J. Goodson for him. B.J. Goodson has actually become a really good pro. And we got rid of him for Tay Davis. Yeah, that didn't work out. Uh, Aldrich Rojas. He's in Jacksonville. Who knew? I didn't know. He, I didn't know he went over to Jacksonville. You got DeAndre Baker and Mike Remmers over in Kansas City. Jonathan Hankins. Who the hell knew that Jonathan Hankins was still in the league? You know, I, I didn't even know he was still there. And Patrick Omahomami, I spent way too much money on you in free agency. That's what we're going to call him, Patrick. I spent way too much money on you in free agency. Over with the Raiders. Kyle Frackwell, of course, is with the, uh, with the Chargers. And Joseph, the defensive tackle. Who knew that Joseph? We let him walk in 14. Who knew he was still in the league? I thought he retired. Cam Fleming went to the Broncos. Brandon McManus, the kicker. That's another young kicker that got away from the Giants. We have a, we have a problem sometimes of getting rid of kickers. 
And I know we have a Grammomatic right now, so I think that's uh, I think that's pretty awesome. But we have sometimes get an issue getting away from kickers. I don't know why. Eric Smith, the defensive tackle, and Darian Thompson is over in the Cowboys. Uh, Thompson looked like he was going to be a good safety for the Giants. Um, you know, but he was a Jerry Reese pick, so he, we kind of got rid of him. I thought that was interesting. Andrew Adams, the safety. I don't know if anyone remembers Andrew Adams from a couple years back. He had he played some seasons, played, played three seasons in Tampa. He played for fairly well. He, I actually thought he was going to be a, uh, I thought he was going to be an interesting safety pick for the Giants. I really did. I thought he would be around for a while, but evidently he uh, he went over. Of course, we waved him. He went over to the Jets. I was there his last press conference in the last game against my uh, Miami against the Redskins. Redskins out. Oh, money for, put a quarter in the jar uh, against Washington a few years back. Green Bay Packers, they don't have any former Giants. Mario Edwards Jr., yeah, you know, he, he moved. He got um, he was weighed by the Raiders in 18. We picked him up. He had that one season. He played well. He played well enough. I thought he, he deserved a shot to be resigned. Ryan Conley and Dalvin Thompson, of course, are in Minnesota. So many people were so, and I was the same way, with Conley moving on. It turned out he played one defensive play in Minnesota. Dalvin Thompson, that one hurts. That one hurts a lot. And the only problem with uh, Ryan Conley is I, I love it that uh, the the article mentions that um, yeah it, you know it's we we were okay without him because he played one defensive snap for the Vikings. But the problem was we also had Devonte Downs play. Devonte Downs is not a starting NFL linebacker. He's just not. I mean you you could you could tr- you could try to make the case that he is. He he's just not. The big team on this list, of course, is the Detroit Lions. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, six former Giants. I think they just pick up just pick up guys. Grant Haley is over with the Saints. I didn't know that. He's a good guy. He plays hard. He plays well. Uh, he opened the season on the Saints practice squad, and he appeared in one game. Tampa, you know what? Tampa's interesting. Tampa's got four guys. They got Adams, the tight end. Anyone remembers Adams? Ross Crockwell. Crockle, crackle, 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 crackle. Crackle. <laughs> uh, he's a crock. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doing a little beeps in my head there. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul, Curtis Riley. Sean Chandler uh, is over with the Carolina Panthers. I don't even know. He was, again, another guy I didn't even know he, he was still in the league. Atlanta Falcons, of course, have uh, Chris Slayton and uh, Chris Williamson. Chris Williamson was a seventh-round pick. Slayton was on the practice squad last year. Williams, they signed it with a uh, reserve futures contract. Uh, you know, there's really... In the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals actually have a couple of good players. Of course, they have... Uh, well, let's see here. They got uh, Devin Kennard, got Marcus Golden, Devin Kennard, Colt McCoy, Justin Pugh. Kennard, man, Kennard, when he went over to uh, Detroit, I was upset about that because, yeah, they were worried about injuries. Of course, he leaves the Giants and he, he doesn't get injured again. Um, but he was a guy I thought they should have held on to at a USC. Good, instinctive linebacker. Colt McCoy. I think Colt McCoy will be a nice fit for uh, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle, uh, Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Kyle Murray. Sorry. I'm, I'm literally sitting on two buckets in the middle of an empty living room doing this. So I think it's it's just one of those days. San Francisco, of course, picked up uh, Flowers and Gallman. And uh, they got the long snapper, Pepper. You know, that's really nothing. But it's interesting. If There's really not a lot of guys you see on the list that we let go. And, and I think that is a, um, 
I think that should be a testament to the Giants organization. There are some guys that, of course, that we let go that that you know we're we're always going to be upset about. But there, you know, but if you look at the majority of the list, you know, there's like 45, 50 guys. There's probably like three, you have two or four that you're really like, oh shit, we shouldn't let that guy go. Um, so you kind of you got to kind of look at it that way. And and that's the way I like to look at it. Um, any, I mean, there's, but like I said, it's it should be a testament to the Giants organization that a lot of times we do get rid of guys just before they seem like they're going to fall off the cliff. But I think, um, you know, I, th- I think they do a fairly good job, especially even over the recent years of not giving away talent. Not now. Let's see here. Let me also pull up see if there's any other news going on. Uh, let's see, Bleacher Reports. I love Bleacher Reports. No, I don't. This New York Giants is having the hottest seat of all, and it's not Daniel Jones. And the pick is Evan Ingram. That's like the stupidest thing that I ever heard. Evan Ingram is probably not even going to be here next year, and he's the guy in the hot seat. He's been here five years. They're probably not going to extend him. That is the dumbest pick that I've ever. I hate. I'm starting to hate Bleacher Report as much as I hate uh, Pro Football Focus, and I and I didn't even think that was 100 percent possible. <laughs> But it's, it's actually gotten pretty possible now that I actually hate them more. Wow, I hate somebody more than Pro Football Focus. Let's see here. What else What else we got going here on here? Uh, no, I think that's that's a really all the exciting stuff. But, uh, Saquon Barkley is still saying that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Saquon Barkley is ready to turn. His, when is Saquon Barkley ready to return? He'll return. Another week, another round of questions. Saquon Barkley doesn't know. And that's what people need to understand. You could ask... You know, and Barkley even said on the Rich Eisen, so the focus is to take it one day at a time and kind of go with the flow. That's the thing with ACL. Unless you've had an ACL, you don't know. You don't know how you're going to recover. You don't know if you're going to recover. You don't know what your time period is going to be to recover. You don't know if you're going to have the full mobility and flexibility in your knee. Now, I will tell you this, that surgery now is not like it was when I had two surgeries. And I had ACL replacement. So you are you have a better opportunity to return to the player that you used to be then you do becoming the player that, you know, a shell of yourself. Look at Adrian Peterson, man. He came back in eight months, and some say he was actually better. So we're not going to worry about Saquon Barkley. We're not going to worry about when he's going to come back. I personally don't think he's going to come back or be playing until, like, week three. That's why I keep screaming at the top of my lungs, we need to get another running back. No one ever listens to me. What do I know? Nothing. (laughs) It's true, I don't. (laughs) I'm just a guy on YouTube. And I enjoy being on YouTube. It's fun. It's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Subscribe. I forgot to add that into the channel. You need to subscribe because that's the only way I can stay in the analytics and be more successful. But I always say subscribe. Don't subscribe. Don't matter to me. If you like listening to me, that's fantastic. If you don't, that's fine, too. If you hate me, that's good. But if you still hate me, listen. <laughs> I, I'm such an ass. And I know it. So uh, we are going to be giving away the Coaches Club ticket. We'll talk about that later. Gonna do a live stream maybe next week or two with some other giant content creators. I like doing live streams on other people's channels because I don't really like. I've said it before. I don't like doing a lot of live streams on my own channel anymore because I just don't like doing live streams. But I do enjoy going on other people's channels because it's nice to have a uh, topic of conversation with other people. But again, this is Ten One Online Big Blue bringing you the best of New York Giant sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you could subscribe, if you're in the building, you know what that means. That'd be awesome.